Oh, good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning into our live Good Morning Veil vale show. This is Tuesday, the 613 edition, and here's a live shot. Um, oh, there's the parking garage, the parking structure up in Lion's Head. We're going to rotate that back around. That is looking off towards the Eagle Bond Gondola, the Born Free Express, and the entrance into beautiful Lion's Head, where we just uh, wrapped up the other day all of the dog and all the pet activities from the GoPro Mountain Games. Thanks for tuning into our live show this morning for the next two hours. I'm your host, Mark Sassy. Typically, I'm out running around with my remote camera, but I get to be inside today because it might rain a little bit. No, it's never going to rain around here. We'll talk about that weather in a little bit, but we have seen some rain on and off once again. A little bit more rain once again today. Just pack a light rain jacket with you. And if you're around for this week, if you're around for this weekend, or if you were here last weekend for the GoPro Mountain Games, I spoke with Mike Imhoff, and he is the, uh, the main guy with the Vail Valley Foundation. He said he's pretty sure that Saturday was a record day for traffic and visitors in Vail for the Saturday edition of the GoPro Mountain Games. And it was a spectacle. Once again, the event went off for the most part without a hitch. I got to announce a lot of the fly fishing events. And I also announced an event called the Peppy's Face Off, where we had a uh, Groups of people running up, if you know what Peppy's face is, up Peppy's face as many times as possible in 30 minutes. One guy did it. The record, I think, was six. And the record still holds at six. But it was a great time. Once again, the foundation, the town of Vail, Vail Resorts, the U.S. Forest Service, and all the partners, they put on a spectacle. Now we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to move to Lion's Head this weekend for the uh, 38th annual Vail Arts Festival, and that's going to be taking place all around the village of Lion's Head for Friday and Saturday and Sunday coming up. We have over 60 artists mixing media from digital to drawing to fiber to glass to metal to wood to photos to jewelry, fashion, clothing, a little bit of everything for everybody. Once again, over 60 artists. It's in its 38th year. This is going to take over all of Lion's Head. It's free to uh, be a part of, and it's free to park in Lion's Head, and it's free to park in Vail Village at the parking garage, and you can take the bus over if, for some reason, the Lion's Head parking garage gets filled up. Another event happening on the uh, coattails of the GoPro Mountain Games in Vail this weekend is the Vail Craft Beer Classic. Now, this event is in its seventh year, and it's going to be breweries and craft breweries from all around Colorado. I think they're talking about 50-plus breweries from around the state. And new this year, the general public, the tasters, get to vote on the best beer of the summer. There's going to be a lot of free food, not free food, sorry, a lot of uh, free viewing, a lot of food. Uh, they're actually going to have keg bowling, too, which I feel like is kind of an Oktoberfest kind of thing, but because it's a, a beer festival, keg bowling will be taking place. And that's going to be this Friday and this Saturday, if you want to find out more, you can go to uh, veilcraftbeerclassic.com to find out more information on that. Um, but just, once again, a smattering of a few more things. Just 
two of the many things happening once again this week into the weekend. We have more to share with you in just a little bit. Uh, we also have a couple great interviews coming into the studio. Claire Noble, we're also going to be talking with uh, the Vail Police Department with their lead code enforcer. But first, let's take a look at the weather and see if... Oh, I want to mention one thing. The Denver Nuggets, once again, we'll talk about that. The Denver Nuggets won Game 5 NBA Finals last night in Denver against the Miami Heat. This is their first NBA championship ever. Congrats to the Denver Nuggets. All right, now let's take a look at your weather. You're going to see a 46 to start. First thing this morning, we'll see a high of about 60 degrees by 2 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Chan oh, oh, I walked in front of the camera, you guys. I'm so sorry. I do that all the time. I'm going to get back over here. I apologize. <laughs> Anyways, 60 degrees for your high temperature, 60% chance of of uh, some scattered storms possibly coming our way once again this afternoon. Uh, winds out of the west, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Giving you a look at that hourly forecast, you can see partly cloudy to start. Isolated thunderstorms at noon, and then we have scattered thunderstorms at 4 p.m. And my guess is the isolated ones are going to be more specific to an area, and the scattered storms are going to be <clears throat> a little more widely spread, a little more scattered. But once again, it just might rain a little bit this afternoon. Let's take a look at your I-70 drive. Denver temperatures today, 66, with a 50% chance of moisture. For Vail, 60% chance of moisture with a high of 60 degrees. For Avon, 63. And then for Eagle, about a half an hour west of us, 66 for that high temperature, with a 50% chance of some showers there also. Now tonight, We'll see a low temperature of about 43 degrees with a 50% chance of maybe a little bit more rain. Showers earlier than partly cloudy. Our sun's setting a little bit later still at 835. And then jumping ahead for that five-day, we're going to share with you what's happening Wednesday all the way through Sunday. Partly cloudy for Wednesday with a high of 67. Thursday, 65 afternoon thunderstorms possible. Friday, 64 with some more p.m. thunderstorms. Saturday looks to be pretty nice right now with a high of 66. Partly cloudy skies, a 30% chance. And then for Sunday, mostly sunny with a high of 69 degrees. All these temperatures are for Vail, so keep that in mind. Oh, and there's also a fair amount of sunshine around, too. So you're going to have a mixture of sunshine, a mixture of cloud cover, and rain every day. So don't let a little bit of rain deter you from uh, going out for that bike ride, going to fish, going to play some golf. Uh, a lot of activities for us, and we have a great weekend coming our way. We're going to take a quick break. And then we have more of our show. I'm going to give you a fly fishing report. We're going to hop into the kitchen. We have some cooking with Tracy Miller. We'll be right back. Good morning, Vail. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash CO. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vail from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vail.com. 
Everybody, welcome back to our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale. So along with all of the other enjoyable things that we get to do here in the studio and go out and adventure and take part in, whether it's the GoPro Mountain Games, the Birds of Prey ski races, and kind of everything in between, we have a full kitchen here in our TV studio. And we have a chef, Tracy Miller, who used to be one of the full-time hosts with TV8. She has her own business called Colorful Cooking. Now, Tracy does cooking events for... For my fly fishing business, Minter and Anglers, when she's out uh, with us doing the cast and taste, but she also shares a lot with all of our viewers here at TV8. She had a chance to uh, share something delicious, healthy, and summery recently here in the studio. Let's take a look at segment number one with Tracy and Colorful Cooking. Okay, happy days for me because I am in the TV8 kitchen. A good morning to you. I'm Tracy Miller with Colorful Cooking. That's my catering business. And my mission with Colorful Cooking is to add fruits and vegetables to everything and eat healthy. So we were talking about getting vitamin D. They say get outside in the sun at least 15 minutes a day and get that vitamin D. It helps with your mood. It helps with your health. And it's just fun to get outside. You can also get vitamin D from mushrooms. And today, what we are going to be cooking is a mushroom and mozzarella frittata and some breakfast potatoes. Really easy stuff. I tried to keep it so we only have just a few ingredients and make it really easy on everyone. But first of all, I have to thank Danielle, our manager here, the general manager at TV8, because she asked me what I needed in the kitchen. And I said, I needed a really nice cutting board. And look at what she delivered. It's so nice. First of all, it's a bamboo cutting board. And I wanted uh, to show you this because safety in the kitchen is of paramount importance and this little red thing right here that might look like nothing but it's super duper important because look my cutting board isn't going to wiggle around it's not moving around at all and when you're cooking and when you're chopping with a really sharp knife you don't want anything wiggling around you want to have a real secure area so if you're looking for a great cutting board Personally, I love the wood cutting boards, the bamboo cutting boards, and if you can find something like this, wow, it really makes my day. It's the small things in life, folks. If not, if you have your own cutting board and it starts moving around while you're cutting and you're kind of like chasing it all over the place, then put a wet paper towel underneath it and that will secure it. Okay, so today we've got some mushrooms. I have baby Bella mushrooms. So the baby Bellas are just the smaller portobello mushrooms and they're actually if, if you uh, like button mushrooms better they're all kind of related the button mushrooms are the babies if they grow longer they become the baby bella mushrooms if they grow longer they become the portobello mushrooms so they're all related they have tons of vitamin d and they also have a lot of zinc and zinc is really has been on everybody's radar since COVID because zinc helps improve your immune system and it keeps you strong and it keeps you healthy. So if you're one of those folks that's like, I've been popping zinc pills since COVID and I feel great, awesome, good for you. Now add a few mushrooms to your diet as well. So when you're making a frittata, and a frittata is just really like baked eggs, but you start it off in a pan. So you're going to need a pan that you can move to the oven. So we started off on, on the stovetop over medium heat. I have coated the whole entire bottom of my cast iron pan with olive oil. 
Now I'm an olive oil gal, I prefer it over butter. I like butter on my toast and butter is like a finisher. But when I'm cooking, I always use olive oil. It's healthy for you. And uh, then you just have one oil hanging around. So what we're gonna do now is this is medium heat. I put my olive oil in the pan after it got warm. And now I'm just gonna kinda lay the mushrooms down. What you wanna do is put your mushrooms down and make sure they all have a nice flat surface. Now this is gonna cook up Mushrooms cook up really nicely, actually, and it's really hard to overcook them, too. So if you're making this frittata in the morning and you're, like, running around, you're fixing your hair, you're tending to the children, you're drinking too much coffee, you're talking on the phone, whatever you're doing, you can really just kind of let these just sit here and start to get cooked. All right, so they're going to have olive oil on, all, on one side of everything. And whenever you're cooking anything, you kind of want to make it so that it's spread out so every piece of the meat gets some heat. Same thing as if you're baking something and putting it on a baking sheet. You want to spread it all out. Don't put a big clump on there and then pop it in the oven because it's not going to cook evenly. Spread everything out. Give it all some space. Let the oil, let the heat kind of go around every little piece of what you have. So we're going to get these mushrooms cooking. I'm going to let them cook in the olive oil without touching them. Don't be an over-stirrer. I'm going to let them cook without touching them for about one to two minutes. And meanwhile, we are going to get our potatoes going. So I decided on the cast iron pan here because I can put that in the oven as well as on the stove top. You can also do that with an all-clad pan, but this one we're going to use actually for our potatoes. So the key to making breakfast potatoes is to boil the potatoes before you cook them. So, ooh, ah, it's not really hot. I cooled them down actually, I'm just joking with you. So what I did is I boiled these new potatoes beforehand and then I've cooled them down. So this makes the potatoes nice and creamy and what we're gonna do is we're gonna chop them up and we're gonna cook them on the stove top. This also reduces the cook time because sometimes potatoes, when you cook them from raw, in your pan, they take quite a long time. So once again, I am going to put a little olive oil in my pan, let this bugger heat up. We have a while to cook these, so I'm just gonna put them on a low temperature and I'm just gonna chop them up and kinda like big chunks too because we've got a lot of people in the studio today and they wanna eat these potatoes and we've got the fingerling potatoes so some of them are little, some of them are big, some of them are purple, which look at that beautiful color. Isn't that so pretty? Gosh, I love those purple ones. And then the white ones. You can buy these at the grocery store. Um, they come in little bags. They're just called fingerling potatoes and that means that they're young potatoes. And right now with the spring happening, all of our fruits and veggies are looking so good in the grocery store. It's a totally different place than it was like two months ago. So make sure you get your nice fresh fruits and veggies and the young ones as well because they're just gonna be a little more tender. So we're gonna put these guys in our pan over a low heat because we have a little time because we will be finishing this up next hour. So I'm just gonna make sure I get these in here over the low heat with some olive oil. Flatten it out like I was telling you before. Just make sure everything is getting its own space, its own personal boundaries in our frying pan. And then we're just gonna put a little salt and pepper on it. Okay, I just make a salt and pepper mixture. Look at these mushrooms. See, already, just in the few minutes I've been talking, 
they're already getting nice and cooked. So I'm gonna stir them around so we can flip them over. They smell good too. They also have potassium. I mean, you know, mushrooms have been medicinal for many, many years, thousands and thousands of years. The Chinese use them all the time. A lot of people use uh, the mushroom powder in their smoothies just to get some of the antioxidants and minerals and vitamins that mushrooms hold. I just love them really anyway. My favorite way is actually cooked. Okay, so now we're gonna move over to the eggs. Let's see, we've got the potatoes cooking over low, fingerling potatoes, so they're nice and young. And then we are going to, um, we're gonna kind of scramble up about six eggs. And this will probably feed four people or so. I like to keep it at one to two eggs per person, just depending on what age your people are. So me, I like one egg a day. So I have three in here already. I'm gonna crack three more. I'd love to tell you that I can crack it with one hand and I used to practice all the time, but I wasted so many eggs and since eggs are so expensive now, I can't do it. I'm just gonna crack them with two hands because that's how it works. Okay, so then we have those six eggs in here. We're gonna whisk them up really nicely. Eggs are so healthy for you. Do not be afraid to eat eggs. The yolk, it has so many minerals and vitamins. It's actually considered one of the healthiest foods in the world. So always, I just love getting, having some eggs for breakfast in the morning. Okay, so here we go. Now this is the start of our frittata. We have our mushrooms all over like this. A lot of olive oil on the pan. I'm gonna turn it down really to low right now. What you need a lot of olive oil for is because you don't want your frittata to stick to the bottom. This is like the, the hardest part of the frittata. And so we're gonna put the eggs all around it, make sure there's nice coverage everywhere. All right, things are quieting down a little bit. We have our eggs in here. We're gonna kind of slow cook the eggs and we're not gonna to touch them. What we want to happen now is for the eggs to cook from the bottom and then once they continue cooking and it feels like they're ready to go, which what I mean by that is that they are cooked all the way on the bottom and we will check that by kind of wiggling around the middle. Then we're gonna pop it into the oven under broil and we're gonna cook the top of the egg. And that is how you make a frittata. So we've got the mushrooms in there. I'm gonna put a little more salt and pepper on top. Season everything as you go. So every time you add a new ingredient, we're gonna season it. And we're just gonna let this slow cook for just a little while, while the bottom gets completely cooked. So once again, I have my mushroom frittata in my cast iron pan, we are gonna to try to cook it slowly on the bottom with six eggs. And then when we return, we will be cooking the top of it and we'll be adding some cheese to the top as well. Right now, my, my potatoes are on low. I don't hear anything going on with the potatoes, so I'm gonna turn them up just a little bit because they are nice when they get a little crispy. And once again, we have parboiled the potatoes. And what that means is we cook the potatoes before we cut them up and put them in here to make the breakfast potatoes. And anytime you're cooking potatoes, these fingerling potatoes, if you cook them in water before you sear them up or before you roast them in the oven, they're gonna have that creamy texture in the middle and then they're gonna get kind of that, that uh, crunchy texture on the outside. And now if you can see this, it's starting to kind of heat up and boil a little bit. 
I'll move those around so the oil gets underneath everything. And our frittata is slow cooking, but still has a little ways to go. So we're just gonna let that slow cook for a little while longer. We are gonna take a quick break. When we return, we have more Good Morning Vale, and we're gonna finish up our breakfast here in just a few minutes. So keep it right here on Good Morning Vale, and thanks for joining us on this St. Patty's Day. Good Morning Vale. Looking good, Tracy. Potatoes, mushrooms, frittata. We're going to have more of that coming up later on in the show to find out what the end result will be. We're going to take a quick break. I've got a weather report coming your way. I'm going to give you a fly fishing report. And we're going to check in with Chris. He's the lead code enforcer with the Vail Police Department. We'll be right back. Hello everyone, I'd like to welcome you into Rugs Benedict to come explore our 12,000 square foot showroom. We've been serving the Vale Valley for over 50 years now with flooring needs. And we inventory a ton of product from Carpet One to provide the very best values, highest style. We just built a warehouse, 15,000 square foot warehouse in gypsum. So we have over 120 different broadloom carpets. We have a lot of waterproof wood flooring, things that we can install right away. We have employee installers, a lifetime installation warranty. Many of them have been with us for decades and they're true craftsmen in their work. They're absolutely extraordinary at installing any of the flooring that we provide. We also have over a thousand area rugs in stock right now um, and they start at two by threes. I could bring these into the studio today but they go all the way up to 12 by 16s and we have them hanging on the racks just like shopping for clothing. So it's very easy for you to just flip through, see what's available. We'll deliver them to your house so you can check out how they look in your space with your lighting. All different sizes, all different shapes, some things that are gonna be a little bit more contemporary as well as tribal, traditional, all the latest and greatest looks. We have things that are hand knotted, silk, wool and silk options, all the way down to some machine made indoor outdoor type rugs. So really anything that you're looking for, for your business, for your home, for a rental, Rugs Benedict can provide it. And one thing I consistently hear when people leave our showroom is, that was so easy, thank you so much. So we make the process very easy. Come in, take a look, and we'd love to offer you a free estimate. Look forward to seeing you in our showroom. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Good morning, Vale. Welcome back to the show. Let's take a look at your weather for Tuesday. We'll jump ahead and look at that five-day forecast. This weather report brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, located right in the heart of Avon. They've got everything you need for the entire family, whether you're outdoors or indoors, 365 days a year. Here's a look at your weather to start today, 46 around 8 o'clock this morning. 
will get to be about 60 degrees, probably 2 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We have a 60% chance of some moisture once again, a little bit of rain falling from the sky, scattered thunderstorms, our winds 5 to 10 miles per hour out of the west today. Your hourly forecast, we'll see midday in the mid-50s, that high temperature coming your way, uh, probably 2 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We're looking at that high of about, you know, into the 60-degree temperature mark. Isolated storms, scattered thunderstorms throughout the daytime today. Pack a light rain jacket. If you're headed to Denver or if you're coming up from the front range, maybe you're going down to watch the parade with the Denver Nuggets, temperatures upper 60s down there with a 50% chance of moisture. For Vail, 60 degrees and a 60% chance. Avon, 63 with a 50% chance. And then Eagle, 66 with a 50% chance. As we look at tonight... 43 for a low, 50% chance more of some rain. Showers early, partly cloudy, and then hopefully clearing up a little bit, sunsetting at 8.35. The five-day forecast, uh, once again, pretty similar to what we've been seeing uh, for Wednesday, 67 with a 40% chance of moisture in Vail. Thursday, 65 with some afternoon thunderstorms, about a 60% chance. 64 for Friday with a 50% chance of those afternoon thunderstorms. For Saturday, 66, partly cloudy, so maybe... Saturday looking to be a great day. Then Sunday actually looking pretty nice also with a high of 69 degrees. But once again, that's a look at your weather brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports. Uh, we're going to shift gears a little bit, talk about what's happening with the rivers. We've got a fly fishing report coming up next. All right, we're going to shift gears now, talk about what's happening on the rivers. I think last week, as we were approaching the GoPro Mountain Games, uh, we did see on Friday morning, we did see the Eagle River spike to its uh, highest level over the course of the springtime with the snow melt, the warmer temperatures. We've had a lot of cool air in the evenings and also during the daytime. It's been chilly out there, not your typical spring, early summer. So the snow melt has been kind of really delaying and taking its time, keeping our levels of the rivers pretty high but manageable, and our turbidity levels have been pretty clear east of Walcott. Here's a look at your graph for Gore Creek, where Gore Creek flows into the Eagle River. And as you can see back here on Friday, right in this area here, on Saturday, is when we hit those peak flows at about 12 to 1,300 cubic feet per second, and then once those flows cleared up, now we're down in the range of, you know, right around 690, right around 700 is where we're at as of first thing today. Looking at that Eagle River graph, you can see a big dramatic change also. For that Friday morning, there's where we hit over 2,000. And then that Saturday morning, we actually went a little bit higher on that one. And then they hit their peak. We maxed out on the snowpack. And now things are starting to gradually go down. Levels are still up. Once again, clarity is actually really good east of Walcott. Below Walcott, Climbing Rock Campground, the river still gets a little bit dirty because we've got Milk Creek and Alkali Creek kind of pushing a little bit of mud into the river. So below that, around Horn Ranch and Red Canyon, above fairgrounds, the water is still a little bit dirty, but it starts to filter out as you get further down towards Rittenhouse, Gypsum, um, Community Pit, Duck Ponds in that area. But once again, we do have some great fishing. Give us a call at Minturn Anglers if you want to go and hit the river because it is good out there. Here we are right here, everybody. We're taking a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to be having more of the show. We're going to be chatting with uh, the lead code enforcer for Vail. 
goes by the name of Chris. We'll be right back. Hi there, everyone. On today's episode of Good Day Vale, we will be focusing in on the Vale Valley Business Women's Association, where we have Pam Elliott, the president of the organization, as well as Becca Chapin, the programming director, to tell us everything there is to know about VVBW and how you can get involved. So come back and watch Good Day Vale. A lot of people have really come up to us in the last few months and expressed how dynamic they feel that the group is. There's a lot more young professionals like myself involved, which is really great and really fun. A lot more women kind of stepping outside of their comfort zones to come to meet new people, uh, which is really wonderful. And just to be able to see and, and, and give women a place where they feel comfortable coming and sharing their goals. Mm -hmm. Some women have the most amazing goals out here in the Valley. And, and as Pam mentioned with some of our speakers that we have coming up, we have some really strong women speakers coming. So I didn't even know that there was so many fascinating people um, out here. So this organization has really brought that to my attention, which is really wonderful. So it's done a ton. And I think just really bringing people together and creating that community is, is, is beautiful. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Vail Skin and Lashes, located in the heart of Avon, offers a full array of aesthetic and medical treatments and services. We feature only the highest quality products in an upscale medical grade skincare boutique. Experience this luxurious, welcoming, and inviting environment. We are dedicated to providing expert personalized care, artistry, wellness, beauty. That's Vail Skin and Lashes Medical Spa. Learn the latest in science each week and how it relates to everyday life. From space exploration to plant biology. Amazing stories each week. Watch Science Now. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. I'm Clinton Griffiths, the host of Ag Day Television. Get the latest news about crops, livestock, rural living, and so much more from our award-winning team. Follow the food you eat from the field to the store to your table every day. Because what's happening on the farm matters to you and your family. Watch Ag Day weekdays. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vail from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate 
with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vale.com. All right, welcome back to Good Morning Vail. Um, joining us now, I've got Chris with the Vail Police Department. I want to talk a little bit about um, code enforcement, and we're going to focus more on trash can and safety and bears and what's happening right now. Chris, thanks for coming in today. Thank you, sir. You. I appreciate yeah, it. see you. Lead code enforcer. That's me. What did it take to get to the lead? Have you been doing it for a few years? I was a dispatcher for the town of Vail for four years, and okay. then a code enforcement officer for four years, and then the position opened up, and uh, I've was qualified. I'd been there for a little while. And, right on. Um, you know, they, they thought I'd be the best man for the job. So, so, so far, so good. I've been doing that since March. Yep. Um, it's a little Congrats. different. Thank you. I appreciate that. A little yep. different managing uh, compared to being out there and being more proactive. But, but you're uh, out and about, too. Yeah, which is kind I, of I try nice. to be, for sure. And I know the code, enfor- the code enforcement crew in Vail, I feel like they always get a little bit of a bad rap just because... You guys have to do the stuff that the police guys and ladies don't necessarily sure. have to do, right? Yeah, we take a lot of the, some of the load off of them. Yeah. You know, that municipal stuff that we can handle to free them free them up to handle criminal the aspects of, of yeah. the code. So, um, you know, I, I, hopefully we don't get too bad of a rap. I mean, unfortunately, no, we I, don't, the right. I don't. Think, no, not not like that, really. But <laughs> yeah, and, well, and but people, we, I understand what you're saying. You know, yeah. we have to write the occasional parking ticket or issue the occasional summons for. For wildlife or something like that, right? so, here and there, <laughs> yeah, here and there. And so, when you came in, you're like, I got to turn my radio down because I just got a call that there was a bear in a trash can up towards East Vale, right? Yeah, funny. As soon as I pulled in the, into the parking lot over here, and the radio started going off over on Bighorn Road. We had one yesterday over um, by Vale Racket Club, so they're out and about. It's it's that time of the year, you know. They're yeah, they're hungry. Um, they smell food, and they're going to do what they can to get into that food. So it's it's our responsibility to to prevent to, them from doing that. To educate people, mm-hmm. even if they already know. Oh yeah, here's that funny photo from if you can see that one. That's my house with the trash can knocked over, with the bear just kind of having a snack. And I mean, we obviously learn pretty fast. Don't yep. put your trash out early. And if you end up doing it in your yard, make sure your trash can's locked. Of course. So that's two of the big things. So like you hit on, um, don't put your trash can out early. One of the ordinances that we have in place in the town of Vail uh, is when you can place your trash cans out. So there's, they can't, they're not supposed to go out earlier than 6 a.m. on the day of your the pickup. Of, not the night before. Not the night before. That's what We run into a big problem with that. People I put bet. them out. And basically you're just putting out almost a free meal sometimes for those bears. You'd be surprised. Even if you have a plastic container that latches, you put it out by the curb. It's right there for them. Um, they can find a way to get in. So... Keep it out the residence until the day of trash day. Put it out at 6 a.m. And okay. we also want it to come back in by 7 p.m. that day. Same just day. for aesthetic purposes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, mean, I live down in Edwards in Singletree, and it's mm-hmm. the same deal. Mm-hmm. They don't want us to put it out early, and they want us to get rid of it, or we're going to have a little note on it the next day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. code enforcement. Singletree yep. code enforcement. <laughs> in a <laughs> those, sense. Yeah, no, those HOAs will get yeah. on you, too. Yeah, they and, do. you know, we, we kind of joke that sometimes our code enforcement is like a big HOA. So, <laughs> I mean elements of it yeah yeah for know? sure and you know in that picture too um i saw that the lid had been knocked over yeah. you know we require all trash cans in the town of Vail to be latched to be secured uh, we, re- we require all trash to be in those secured containers so yeah. another issue that we run into is people might have more trash than their container can hold yeah if you put a trash bag next to your trash can 
It, that's, that's, a, that's a free yeah, meal. That's free pickings. Yep. So the Bears are going to get to it. The Magpies, <laughs> sometimes be worse than the Bears. They can be. I've so. had Magpies. <laughs> like, I've seen Magpies come into my garage before. Yeah. I'm like, what is all that noise in the garage? It's a very intelligent animal, and, and you know, they're, they're hungry, too. They're going to find a way to And they to know. Get. Once they, they know that this area here, they got food here before, mm-hmm. they'll return, mm-hmm. right? Just Absolutely. like the bears do. Absolutely. Um, and that photo was, of my house was from last summer, um, and we've obviously changed it. I haven't seen the bear around at all anymore this year, which has been great. Um, and I think it's, uh, it's interesting to mention also that we have these bear-proof cans, right? Um, and the one that... I was provided with was the original one that the front one that had the lock and you put your finger in and, mm-hmm. and pop it open but it got damaged when they unloaded it onto the truck one day so they replaced it with one of these older ones that has the two little carabiners yes. and the little clips which i don't think it's quite as secure period but it's better it's a deterrent anyways if nothing else sure It'll and that's a minimum what we require right that it, that it latches that it's secured um, occasionally you'll have a, a big bear that can just find his way into a plastic can. I mean, they're, they're big, strong animals and that, that happens, you know, and generally we do a good job of assessing each situation individually. And in a situation like that, where the, the resident did everything that they could and they followed the code and something just happened because of, there was, you had a big hungry animal, we tend to be pretty lenient, you know, educate them, give them a warning, um, try to set them up with yeah. ways to get a better container in the future. But it's those situations where somebody didn't latch their container or they've just left trash bags out and about or right. they put the container out the night before when it wasn't supposed to. That's when we, you know, unfortunately, you know, become the um, bad guy or enforce <laughs> and, and, uh, and, you know, and yeah. issue that summons or issue that citation. Well, but it's also the repeat offenders, right? I mean, Absolutely. if they do it once, that's one thing. You guys, hey, shame on you. Don't do it again. Sure. But if you're seeing a pattern here and they know about the pattern, the people, mm-hmm. this is the way it is. That's a big yeah. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, because we have a lot of, uh, of seasonal residents, a lot of... Uh, short, you know, renters that come in, um, a lot of short-term rentals in the town of Elso. Each situation is going to be unique, and we're going to address it as okay. such. So, but that's a, that is a big factor, you know. Have we contacted you before? <laughs> Has this been an issue hey, in the past? Again. Yep, exactly. Hey, uh, if they, people want to find out more, I mean, if they didn't quite get the information enough, mm-hmm. even though you laid it out pretty straightforward. Yeah. On the website, probably Town of Ale's website, I'm guessing, is all that information, or where would they find that? Um, Valegov.com okay, uh, yeah. should have some information on it. Uh, we use uh, our Town of Ale code is housed under uh, Sterling Codifiers. It's, uh, it's a big name, but if you just Google Town of Ale code, um, it'll go through everything. You'll see it. It's usually the second option. The first one's that Town of Valegov.com. Okay. Um, that second one is Sterling Codifiers for the Town of Vale. Okay. Um, Title Five is all of, is our, of our, our wildlife. Um, at five dash nine, we'll have everything that you need in there. So, or they can call me at the police department. I'm happy to answer any questions. Yep. My staff is as well the code enforcement officers. If anybody has any questions, don't hesitate. Call dispatch, ask for a code enforcement officer. We'll be happy to help you. We'll, I'll come look at your trash can, make sure that it's good to go. <laughs> right? I, yeah, I, I, we're, we're happy to do that because I'd rather take that effort than to yep. you know be on the other end of it where something's already happened and then we're out there talking to you. So love it, love it, man. Thanks. Thanks for having Good me. To see you. You had a busy weekend for GoPro. I'm sure you got. To it was great. Yep. It was awesome. Yep. Yeah, we uh, checked out the events. It was uh, really cool. I, I, I'll say this is probably the smoothest one that I've that Good. I've worked that I've seen. Um, the setup seemed to go flawlessly. Yep. Um, calls for service. We didn't have a lot, so it seemed, it. Like, seemed like it was all smiles and fun this weekend. So that's, that's what I'll take. Good deal. Craft beer coming up next. Thanks for coming in. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate all it. All right, we got Chris with uh, Vale Police Department, the lead code enforcer. You want to find out more about trash can safety and what you need to do and just any of the other codes around Vail, give them a call at the police station. We'll be right back with more of our Tuesday edition. Good morning, Vail.
It's that time where we're talking Sun and Ski Sports Product of the Week. Now, we've got a great pair of shoes if you're looking to get out there and enjoy the courts. Now, these shoes are going to be as tough for you as you are on the competitor. Now, this is the Head Revolt Pro 4.0. This shoe has so many great features to it, and I don't even know where to begin. Head has this incredible technology called the T-Core 360, giving the shoe core strength, enhanced stability, and torsional support. Now, this also has a lockdown strap right here that's integrated into the lacing system, making it nice and easy for you to keep your foot stable while you're out there enjoying the courts. Now, it also has a 360-degree ventilation cooling system not only on the top of the shoe, the upper portion right here, but also on the sole of the shoe where that nice little vent is to help you keep your feet cool while you're enjoying the courts. Now it also has a lateral control to avoid a rollovers with your ankles when you're out there enjoying anything that you're doing on the courts, whether it's tennis or pickleball, these are the shoes for you to make sure that you are nice and supported while you're enjoying your favorite sport. Now to get your hands on these fabulous shoes, you should check out Sun and Sports. Whether you go online or whether you shop in store, you can go in and find your perfect pair of courtside shoes. That way you can enjoy everything that you're doing and make sure that your feet are nice and stable out there. We want to thank Sun and Ski Sports for giving you this product of the week. We've got more after this. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. I'm Clinton Griffiths, the host of Ag Day Television. Get the latest news about crops, livestock, rural living, and so much more from our award-winning team. Follow the food you eat from the field to the store to your table every day. Because what's happening on the farm matters to you and your family. Watch Ag Day weekdays. Hi, it's Julio from TV8Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vale Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vale.com. Shifting gears from Vail Code Enforcement to Eagle County Government, Claire Noble joining us here on the couch where she used to sit a lot as one of our hosts. <laughs> it's nice to be back. Yeah, Thanks for having you. me I don't bump on. Enough. Love it, love it. Yeah. Um, tell you, us a story. What do we got going on? It's National Monsoon Week. Did you know that? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, when I first heard the term monsoon, I was thinking like India, which by the way, has a monsoon, but we do as well, the North American monsoon. Yeah. Do you know what generates the monsoon? I'm not a meteorologist. I'm just familiar with what's going on with the Rex block right now with that weather pattern. Okay. That's not what generates the monsoon. Right, and so technically Thursday 
June 15th is the beginning of the monsoon season. And what happens are two big weather patterns set up. Sort of northeast of here, we get a high pressure system that starts moving clockwise. And then sort of southwest of us, we get a low That's pressure the system. It's called the yeah. yeah, yeah. That starts moving counterclockwise. And what this and does stuck. Yeah, and they pull up all this moist air from the Gulf of California into the Four Corners region. And so that's what usually makes up our monsoon. Yeah. And, you know, some years we have a great monsoon. Last year we had a really good monsoon. Some years we have a weak monsoon. 2020, terrible monsoon year. And that's the year we had some really significant fires in Colorado. Here in Eagle County, we had the Grizzly Creek fire, right. which burned, you know, nearly 32,000 acres. So the monsoon affects us, right? You know, one of the things it generates in the afternoon are thunderstorms. Yep. So you've, it, it's going to affect how you plan your day. Uh, you want to be below tree line before that hits in the afternoon. Now, I know people are looking around right now and they're saying, man, alive, it's super green. You know, maybe the monsoon came early. It's not. It's a different weather yeah, pattern. Yeah. But it is super green right now. So people aren't really thinking fire unless... You were watching the news last week, and you saw that New York City looked like oh, Mars. Oh, A lot of um, fires up north. Wow. Up in Canada. Yeah. As of yesterday, 450 fires burning, more than 200 of them out of control. Have you seen the acreage that they burned? I've just seen shots of it. I've seen some of it. I haven't really 11 seen 11 million acres have oh. burned up there. So all of that particulate matters yeah. got to go somewhere. And right now, the weather patterns are taking it to the east coast of the United States. And then I, that jet stream and the high pressure, the high air is just bringing it down into the eastern United States. Right. I mean, anywhere from Ohio to the east. But it could easily shift yeah. here yeah, as well. Um, also, there's other parts of the west that aren't getting the rain that we're getting right now. So that's why I wanted to talk about smoke awareness, because this tiny particulate matter that then travels hundreds, maybe thousands of miles, we're not designed to handle. And what I mean by that is, I heard a healthcare ex expert say the other day, you know, we humans have evolved to fight off viruses and bacteria. Not always successfully. Right, right. Um, sometimes we need help with things like um, antibiotics. But smoke is not something we are designed to fight off. So I've brought a couple of things in case we wind up with smoky skies right. this summer. And it's very possible. Yeah. I mean, we've, we fortunately, where we are positioned in the country, where the jet stream travels, we are not out of the woods, but we're safer than where the fires are in accordance to the United States and the East Coast. We are, but it could shift. It could. Uh, or there could be, knock on wood, other fires popping up that are closer to us, which we don't want to happen, but it could happen. So last summer, for instance, we were really impacted by fires in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And we smelled that smoke and we breathed it in. So I know nobody wants to see these anymore, yeah. but in New York City, people they're, they're everywhere. People were whipping them out last week when they were outdoors to protect their lungs while they were outside. Yeah. And this can provide some measure of protection. Of course. Um, for people who are vulnerable, elderly, very young, um, when it's that smoky, they need to stay indoors. Stay indoors. And, and keep your windows closed. Well, that's the, 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 the tough thing up here, yeah, right? Because yeah. a lot of us don't have air conditioning. So, you know, you can get air purifiers, air cleaners. And last summer when I came on, you know, some of the top-rated air cleaners were, you know, they were pushing $1,000. Right now, New York Times is recommending the Coway Air Mega. You can get that on Amazon in the neighborhood of about $200. Yeah. Um, uh, 
Better Housekeeping is recommending the Blue Air Blue Pure. Also, you can find on Amazon, also in that what is, range. What is Claire Noble recommending? This. <laughs> a box fan that you probably have in a closet or in your... $19.99. Well, actually, they're, they're right around, depending on Walmart, Ace, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Home Depot, somewhere between $20 and $25. Yeah. But like I said, a lot of us have them sitting in the garage somewhere. And then you take one of these fans. Now, what you need to do is look at what it's rated up here. So the lower rated ones will filter out pet dander or pollen, but those are really big particles. What you need to go for are one of the ones that will filter out smoke. Most smoke. Yes. And yeah. so what you can do is attach to this to your box fan. You can either do it on the... Either side. It doesn't matter. Right. Depending you know, if you want it to pull yeah. or push. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can attach it with some tape. You can attach it with zip ties. Bungee cord. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you get creative. And by the way, they've done testing with this, and this will give you great protection for less than 50 bucks. I love this. Yeah, absolutely. And this would allow us to have our windows open if we wanted to, if there's still some particulate in the air. Yeah. More times than not, you shouldn't, but... Right. If you need to. And the recommendation is not to stick this. In, when you're trying to use it as a pure air purifier, don't stick it in the window. Put it in the middle of the room so it circulates the air. I got you. Okay. So, So next week, come by my house. I'll have like three or four of these <laughs> yeah. kicking around my house. Yes. My dogs will go crazy, so, and, but it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It makes, and yeah. It's, it's an easy fix. Um, it's great that these both things are 20 by 20, and yeah. um, all of these materials are readily available. And that's if, again, the smoke shifts. I've yeah. got two quick announcements if you've got Hit time. It, you got it. We got about less than a minute. What do you got? Coming up this Saturday, June 17th, June's. in McCoy, which is in Eagle County, a yep. very small community. Yes. They've got safety day from 8 in the morning till noon. The uh, Vail Communications Center is going to have their mobile command unit there. Vail Health is going to be there teaching a stop to the bleed class. They're going to have some wildfire mitigation tips. Okay. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff for the kids to climb on, try on, a lot of the firefighter gear they're going to be able to try on. I saw something about being able to use the, the water hose. I'm not really sure about that one. Might have some kids flying through the <laughs> <You air. might. laughs> But, you know, if it's, it's a nice drive at 131, yeah. mile point 20. Yeah. Go check out Safety Day. The other thing is we offer real fire home assessments. So one of the things we want people to do is empower themselves and not wait for the cavalry. And one of the ways you can do that as a homeowner is to check out the area around your house. If you're like, I don't even know where to begin, realfire.net. You can get a free home assessment. Yep. We now offer them in both English and Spanish. And I had them come by my house. It wasn't them, but I had a crew come over who does that a couple of years ago and said, let's get rid of this. You have leaves yep. under your deck. All these things you need to be made aware of that yep. you don't really think about. So that's great information yes. as we get into our weather's going to change. It's going to get hot. Things are going to shift. So let's stay ahead of it. Let's be proactive. Absolutely. Good to see you, my love. Thank you so much for having me. As always, me on. once again, Claire Noble with Eagle County Government and uh, her little homemade <laughs> plan of attack in case <laughs> it gets tough to breathe. We have more of the show, hour number two, right around the corner. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, 
relaxation and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. TV8 se complace en compartir que nos estamos preparando para lanzar nueva programación en español. Pero antes de hacerlo, queremos saber de ti, nuestra increíble comunidad, sobre lo que tú quieres ver. Por eso, te invitamos a un evento especial en nuestro estudio el 12 de julio a las 6 de la tarde. Ven a compartir tus ideas, opiniones y visiones sobre el futuro de nuestra programación en español. Ya sean eventos locales, programas educativos o entretenimiento, Queremos que tú formes parte de este proceso y ayudes a dar forma a nuestra programación. No te pierdas esta maravillosa oportunidad de ser parte de televisión que te refleja y te representa. Para más información y para confirmar tu asistencia, visita tv8bell.com. TV8 is excited to share that we're preparing to launch new programming in Spanish. But before we do, we want to hear from you, our incredible community, about what you want to see. That's why we invite you to a special event at our studio on July 12th at 6 p.m. Come share your ideas, opinions, and visions regarding the future of our Spanish programming. Whether it's local events, educational programs, or entertainment, we want you to be a part of this process and help shape our Spanish programming. Don't miss out on this wonderful opportunity to be a part of television that reflects and represents you. For full details and to RSVP, visit tv8bell.com. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Welcome to the TV8 Visitors Bureau. I'm one of your hosts, Maddie Evans. Now we've got a really cool new concept taking place here in the town of Avon, Eaglevale, and Vale. And it's a great way to use as an alternative. Instead of driving your car, you can shift your ride to one of these incredible electric bikes behind me. Now this is a really cool rental system and you can control it all right from the power of your hands, right from your cell phone by downloading the Shift Bike app. And then from there, you can get over there and enjoy the incredible amenities that these bikes have to offer. We're gonna walk you through it but in order to do it you have to download the app so shift bike is the app and then you can use the coupon code shift your ride for the first 30 minutes free and we're gonna walk you through the pricing and everything here and how you can get one of the bikes let's get started once you get into the app you can see exactly which location you would like to pick up the bike how many bikes are available and then where you can deliver the bike to so you can see starting in Avon, making your way through Eagle Vale, all the way to Vale Village, and then even down into East Vale, you can 
collect bikes, drop bikes off, and enjoy your ride on these nice electric bikes. Once you've scanned the QR code to get the bike unlocked, it's really important that you have safety first, so always make sure that you have your helmet with you. That way you can pop that on and you're nice and safe. Now, once you get the bike unlocked, it's super easy. You'll just take that lock right off the back. You'll see that you'll have this big, nice coiled cord, but there's a hook on the back for you to hook that to so that it is nice and out of your way while you are riding the bike. That way you're nice and safe and everyone around you is nice and safe so you don't tip over on the bike. And then once you've got that all secured, you're all set to go. You can just kick that kickstand up and start enjoying your ride. Now remember that these are pedal assist and there are some rules. To get the bike back to where you got it or to get it to your next destination, you can always use the app to see all of the great places where you can drop these off. Once you are done on your adventure on the shift bikes, they're a ton of fun and you can see that you can get going pretty fast on them, especially with that nice little pedal assist. You'll take the bike back, lock it back up in one of the great charging stations that they have available. And then once you're done locking it up, make sure that you take your app out and you end the ride because it is going to make sure that that bike is in the correct spot for you to have ended your ride and that way it will not continue to charge you. That has been this edition of the TV8 Visitors Bureau. We can't wait to bring you more great information, but make sure that you get out there and you use the shift bike to shift your ride throughout the community. Hour number one is in the record books. Hour number two, Good Morning Vale, our Tuesday edition coming up right now. I'm your host in the studio, Mark Sassy. This is TV8. This is our Good Morning Vale show. You can find us. You can stream us. You can watch us online. You can also go to channel 92. There's more for you on 92 on Comcast. And uh, we've got a two-hour show, seven days a week. I'm typically out in the field on Tuesdays, but today I get to be in the studio. Kind of a nice change. Uh, I want to talk about some activities going on. In that first hour, we talked about... Um, we talked about the Craft Beer Classic. We also talked about the, uh, the Art Festival in Lionshead this weekend. Let's talk now about Avon Live. Right here at the TV8 Studios, just to the west, you'll find Nottingham Lake, Nottingham Park, and that's where Avon Live takes place. And it goes from June 14th through August 30th. It's every Wednesday at 5.30. And this Wednesday, which is tomorrow will be the first installment, and it is, you can see this right here, Battle of the Bands, featuring four Eagle County bands, starting at 5.30 tomorrow, Battle of the Bands, Avon Live. You can go to their website, Town of Avon. They also have other events happening throughout the summertime, all around Avon, and especially over at that lake area, which is beautiful with that amphitheater. You, you can, they have performances on, on both sides of the amphitheater, one facing the lawn, and there's also 
one facing out onto the lake on the backside. So spectacular over there. Once again, go to that website to find out more. Now let's shift a little bit. We'll make our way up Valley about 15 minutes to Vail, where we just had the, uh, the 21st annual GoPro Mountain Games. This weekend, starting on this Sunday, is the uh, 23rd year kicking off the Vail Farmers Market. Uh, one of the more enjoyable markets around Colorado because of the environment and where it is and, and what it offers. Um, as we get into the summer, you're going to have uh, Vail Jazz as part of the Farmers Market. We're looking at um, anywhere from this Sunday through October the 8th, every Sunday, 9.30 to 3.30, 17 weeks of the farmer's market, over 40 food vendors alone. It's been going on for 23 years. It is a good one. Park at the Vale Structure. If it's full, you can go to Lion's Head, and then you can walk over about a five-minute walk, or you can take the bus. Um, But that's what's happening once again. Plus, a lot of other things going on, whether you're up in Vail or Beaver Creek. There's probably some yoga somewhere every day. I think there is on the ice rink in Beaver Creek at 9 o'clock daily for some yoga. But um, we have more coming up on our show. I'm going to give you a look at that weather report right now. And then we're going to take a break. And then we're going to find out how Tracy Miller's mushroom frittatas are turning out. But let's take a look at your weather for the day. We see temperatures just topping off at close to 50 degrees first thing this morning. We're going to have a 60% chance of rain throughout the afternoon. Uh, We'll see a high of about 60 degrees, probably 2 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon with some scattered thunderstorms, winds out of the west. Giving you a look at that hourly forecast, isolated storms around noontime, scattered storms around 4 p.m. this afternoon. So basically what that equates to is don't let the weather deter you. Pack a light rain jacket and go about your business. Be aware if you hear thunder, if you see lightning, but we don't see a lot of that around here, just on and off. So just be aware of it, but don't let the rain stop you from doing what you want to do. Here's a look at your I-70 drive. Uh, Denver temperature 66 with a 50% chance of moisture. 60 for Vail with a temperature of about 60 degrees with a 60% chance. 50% chance for Avon and Eagle with temperatures hovering in the mid-60s. Uh, sun setting tonight at about 8.35. We'll see a low of about 43 degrees with a 50% chance of maybe some more showers earlier on before things start to clear on out. But then once again, that five-day forecast, you can see what's coming our way for Wednesday. 67 for Vail with a 40% chance of some moisture. For Thursday, a 60% chance of moisture with a high of 65 afternoon thunderstorms. For Friday, a 50% chance with a high of 64. And then Saturday and Sunday, shaping up actually to be looking pretty good. Temperatures getting closer to 70 degrees. 66 for a high on Saturday, 69 for a high on Sunday. A 30% chance of maybe some moisture Saturday, a 20% slim chance for Sunday. And once again, we do see sunshine on and off throughout the entire week. So that's a look at your weather once again. We'll take a quick break from our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale. And then maybe we'll uh, find a way to hop back in the kitchen, check in with Tracy Miller and those mushroom frittatas. We'll be right back. Good morning, Vail. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, 
next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 7 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail, Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno, Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoreboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. People think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah, and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. All right, welcome back to the show. When we left off with that last segment with Tracy in the kitchen, she had the, uh, the mushrooms in the cast iron pan doing the, you know, the finishing stages before she was to uh, put them into the oven. The potatoes were looking pretty good to go too. Now let's find out how it's all going to shape up, what the next steps are, and what the finished product looked like. Tracy Miller, colorful cooking, and her mushroom frittata. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Here we are back in the kitchen with our healthy breakfast. We are making a mushroom and cheese frittata and some breakfast potatoes. So the breakfast potatoes, I, I cranked them up a little bit. I'm actually going to add just a little more olive oil to those right now uh, just to give them some more flavor and keep them kind of cooking. 
uh, at a nice rate because they're starting to get that nice crispy on the outside. A tiny bit more salt and pepper, but really right now what we're going to focus on is our frittata. Mushrooms in there. We're talking mushrooms are so healthy, they're super low in calorie. And what happens when you make a frittata is you cook the bottom on the stove and then you cook the top in the oven under the broiler. So this is what makes, this is like the only difficult part about making a frittata is making sure that it's gonna come off of the pan. So when you put it into the uh, into this oven, you wanna make sure like, look, see how it's kinda, it's, it, it has some give from the pan. So when we finish the top, I'm gonna flip it over on here and that's the kind of the point where you're like, please come out all together. That's why we coated it nicely in olive oil. So right now I have the broiler on high. I have some mozzarella cheese. And I'm gonna say, we're eating potatoes that are low in fat. We have uh, mushrooms that are low in fat. So we're gonna be adding a little fat to this, buddy. And I like to put the cheese on top when I'm putting it into the broiler because it kind of crisps it up a little bit and it gives it a really nice texture. Mozzarella is a good melty cheese, of course, so we're just gonna use about a cup of mozzarella. We have six eggs and probably a cup of mushrooms, and we are gonna pop this right into the broiler right now. So I'm gonna go to the oven, I'm gonna open it up. It's hot, it's getting hot in the kitchen. I have the cast iron pan so it can go from the stovetop all the way to the oven. We're gonna put it right here in the oven under the broiler. We're going to do that for not very long, like a minute or so, and then we are going to get it out, pop it out here, and really keep your fingers crossed and hope for the best because you really want your frittata to uh, fall all in one place. And the nice thing about frittatas when you have guests or, you know, you're getting ready for to start the day is you can eat a frittata hot or you can eat a frittata cold. So if it's not if you're running around and you're getting everybody off to, off to school or whatever you're doing, you're dealing with the dog, you're dealing with everything to get ready to start the day and you don't get to your frittata in time, it's okay. You slice it like a piece of pizza and you can eat it on the go. It doesn't have to be hot. It still tastes good when it's cold. A lot of times you like to add something to the frittata. So today, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, we are gonna add some arugula. Now you might have heard of rocket. It's a leafy green and it's the same thing as arugula. It's just called rocket. It's got a very peppery taste. And that peppery taste actually means it's full of antioxidants. So arugula and any leafy green is really, really gonna be good for you. Great for your eyes, great for your skin, great for your immune system. So really I try to eat leafy greens every single day, whether they're raw or they're cooked. Now arugula, stems, ha ha ha, from the Mediterranean. And uh, it's a really healthy addition to a lot of different foods. You can cook it up. I was thinking about putting it in the potatoes and kind of frying it up a little bit, but I decided we're just gonna have it a little leafy on top of our frittata because sometimes it's just nice to have a little something on top of the frittata. The frittata, of course, is six eggs, one cup of mushrooms, one cup of mozzarella cheese, and salt and pepper. So really simple ingredients, very, very healthy. Eggs are really, really good for you, really high in iron and psyllium and then the mushrooms of course like I was telling you before they are so good for you they're so medicinal and they're so low in calories and one of our sponsors here on TV8 is Knapp Ranch they're located in Eagle and they have a farm here in the Vale Valley it's like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen you drive up 
into the high altitude and then there's this gorgeous farm. And what they're specializing in right now is growing mushrooms. So if you ever go to their shop in Eagle, you're gonna find exotic homegrown mushrooms that have so many flavors. All right, we have our frittata in there. It's been in there for about a minute or so. And I'm actually gonna take the potatoes off the heat, move them over here and get ready for some frittata space. And we're gonna cross our fingers. Come on, everybody, everybody root for me here that this frittata is gonna pop out of the pan just perfectly. Okay, here we go. We're taking it out. Ooh, yes, look at how nicely that looks with the melted cheese on top. I gotta turn this thing off. It's getting really hot in the kitchen. Okay, so here's what we have. And look, it's all gonna come out nicely. And actually, I am not gonna flip this one over because I put the cheese on the top. So if you put the cheese, if you mix the cheese in with the frittata, then you can flip it over. But since the cheese is on the top, I'm gonna take an even more high risk movement here with one spatula. Can she do it? One, two, three. Look, it's like a pizza. And arugula is actually a great topping for pizza. So now we can just cut our frittata into however many slices you want. Nice and easy to cut. Here we go, it's, it's our pizza frittata and it's vegetarian. And then we're just gonna sprinkle some of this arugula right on top. Since the frittata is nice and hot, we're gonna get a little bit of wilting from that arugula. And I'm gonna put a little tiny bit of olive oil just because I'm gonna make it like a little salad. And look, we're, I mean, we're talking pretty little use of olive oil here. We're not doing a lot of fat. That mozzarella cheese is gonna give us some fat for the morning, but our mushrooms are really healthy, low in calories. Our arugula is very healthy, low in calories. We do have some of the potatoes that have crisped up nicely. I love those purple colors. They're gonna be high in potassium. They have a little more calories, but they're still gonna be really, really good for you and really healthy. So we're gonna get those on the plate. Let's get two pieces of frittata. And there you go. You have yourself a lovely breakfast that really does not take that long to make. And if you're gonna take a look at this piece of frittata, look, you can pick it up just like a piece of pizza and enjoy it delicious like that. It's really hot though. Maybe don't pick it up quite yet. And again, you can let it sit for a little while and enjoy it. So thanks for joining me here on Colorful Cooking. This is a mushroom and cheese frittata. Mmm, it's got a nice crisp on the top from the cheese a good spicy peppery flavor from the arugula and these potatoes, delicious as well. Enjoy. Hello everyone, now is the time to refresh your floors. I'm Mandy Benedict, I'd love to invite you into our showroom to explore our 12,000 square foot showroom where you can view all different floors installed, see what it looks like in a larger space. One of our uh, greatest growing products is waterproof wood flooring, which for our environment with kids and dogs and ski boot and our mountain lifestyle, this is a great flooring 
option. I brought one of the planks with me today. They're nice, long, wide planks. They're embossed on grain, so they look beautiful, but they perform really well in our mountain lifestyle. We have all employee installers. They've been working for over a decade with us, and we have a lifetime installation warranty. So not only do we make sure that the client gets what they want, we know what this climate needs. We have beautiful reclaimed floors, herringbone, really anything that you're looking for to update your home or your business. We have it at Ruggs Benedict. We provide free estimates. So come in and visit us in the store. We'd love to see you. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. That mushroom frittata, I wish it was in the kitchen right now. It looks so good. All right, let's take a look at your weather. Weather actually is going to be all right today. We're going to see a little bit of rain in the afternoon. Pop-up potential showers and thunderstorms is kind of what you can expect. We'll see temperatures of about 46 degrees first thing this morning, and then we'll see about uh, 60 degrees for that high temperature during the daytime. We'll see a 60% chance of scattered afternoon, th uh, afternoon thunderstorms over the course of your afternoon for your Tuesday. Uh, your hourly forecast, 57 around noon, 55 around 4 p.m. And uh, we'll see that high temperature midday coming at about 2 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Once again, sunshine to start, some clouds, and some passing, passing moisture in the afternoon. Denver temperatures today are going to be in the mid to upper 60s with a 60% chance, 50% chance of some moisture down there. Um, for Vail, 60% chance of moisture with a high of 60. We'll see 63 for Avon with a 50% chance, and then a 50% chance with a high of 66, a little further to the west down towards Eagle and Gypsum. Tonight's temperatures, 43 for the low, 50% chance of some passing showers, and then we'll see those showers pass on through, partially cloudy throughout the evening time, sun setting at about 8.35. And our five-day, uh, we'll see 40% chance of moisture available for Wednesday with a high of 67. For Thursday, a 60% chance of moisture. Afternoon thunderstorms with a high of 65. For Friday, 
50% chance of some afternoon thunderstorms with a high of 64. And then for Saturday, a 30% chance of passing showers, some sunshine with a high of 66. And then Sunday, a 20% chance. Looks like to be mostly sunny on Sunday with a high of 69 degrees. Once again, this weather report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports. Once again, located right here in the heart of Avon. Swing by if you need anything to get outdoors or to do whatever you need year-round for the entire family. All right, we'll take another break from Good Morning Vale. When we come back, we're going to uh, showcase a little bit more of one of our other shows. It's called Good Day Vale. We'll be right back. It's that time where we're talking Sun and Ski Sports Product of the Week. Now, we've got a great pair of shoes if you're looking to get out there and enjoy the courts. Now, these shoes are going to be as tough for you as you are on the competitor. Now, this is the Head Revolt Pro 4.0. This shoe has so many great features to it, and I don't even know where to begin. Head has this incredible technology called the T-Core 360, giving the shoe core strength, enhanced stability, and torsional support. Now, this also has a lockdown strap right here that's integrated into the lacing system, making it nice and easy for you to keep your foot stable while you're out there enjoying the courts. Now, it also has a 360-degree ventilation cooling system not only on the top of the shoe, the upper portion right here, but also on the sole of the shoe where that nice little vent is to help you keep your feet cool while you're enjoying the courts. Now it also has a lateral control to avoid a rollovers with your ankles when you're out there enjoying anything that you're doing on the courts, whether it's tennis or pickleball, these are the shoes for you to make sure that you are nice and supported while you're enjoying your favorite sport. Now to get your hands on these fabulous shoes, you should check out Sun and Sports. Whether you go online or whether you shop in store, you can go in and find your perfect pair of courtside shoes. That way you can enjoy everything that you're doing and make sure that your feet are nice and stable out there. We want to thank Sun and Ski Sports for giving you this product of the week. We've got more after this. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. Time to rise and shine? There's no better way to start your day off than with the Good Morning Vale crew. You asked for more and TV8 delivered. Good Morning Vale is here for you with your local news, sports, weather, and community events every morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. No matter the season, we give you a reason to watch. So grab your coffee and join the fun. Live stream us at TV8Vale.com or on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92. And remember, there's more for you on 92. Good morning, Vale! 
All right, so another show that we've introduced to TV8 uh, more recently is called Good Day Vale, and it's hosted by a local lady by the name of Cece Zach. And she did uh, a handful of segments related to Avon and the history here around the town of Avon. It's kind of part of the best of series with Cece Zach and Good Day Vale. Let's take a look at some of that great information from Cece regarding the history of the town of Avon. This is the History of Avon episode, and I am thrilled to have two local historians with me today to just tell us all about this fabulous town. As I mentioned in the introduction, I have Kim Nottingham. I think we go no further than her name and, and the history that it brings to this town, as well as Kathy Hiker, who is the president of the Eagle County Historical Society. Um, so with that, before we jump into the town, ladies, I would love for you to tell our viewers why Vail? How long have you been here? Why do you call it home? And, you know, what is it that just brings out the best of you and your families here? Yeah, Kim, um, I think you need to go I first. I need to go first. Um, well, my dad was born in Avon um, in 1930. He was part of the ranching family that was here. And your dad's Maury. My dad, Maury. And so he was here until 1947. He left because he did not want to be a rancher. So he went to, um, off to pursue other endeavors. But he did um, always love skiing, and so that's what brought us back to the valley in 1968. We moved to Vail in 1968 as a family. So that's where I was able to grow up between Avon and Vail. And Kim, um, what is it that you do now? You've been very involved in the mountains and, and with you know, Vail Resorts too. So tell us a little bit about what you do now. Well, I've been, I've been with Vale Resorts 40 years, so I started teaching skiing, oh, wow. and, um, and I got in the product sales end of it, and now I'm in guest services. So I just, it's part of my, who I am, you know, serving guests that come to this valley. And for the viewers, if you're ever at Beaver Creek, stop in the Slopeside Lounge and just say hello to Kim and thank her for spending time with us here on this episode. So, now Kathy, what about you? I came to the Valley right out of college in 1972 with a journalism degree. Grew up in Denver, but always wanted to work in the mountains. And I found a job, a little weekly newspaper in Eagle, the Eagle Valley Enterprise, where they hired me to be the editor, which was also the photographer, the ad salesman, and the reporter. Oh, so you were a one-lady show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. And uh, kind of got captured by the small town living, where you knew everybody and an easy walk out your door to some great scenery and hikes and, and outdoor activities. So, you know, kind of got captured by this valley. Yeah, it's not hard to be captured by right. it um, in so many different ways. And um, actually, before we go on, and speaking of this valley, um, is there a little happy fact, an unknown fact that either the two want to share to our viewers uh, that people may not know about you? Um, well, I guess because my, my last name, people think I was probably born here, but I was born in Aspen. When my, when, <laughs> okay. when my parents were ski bums. So, again, my dad following his passion and my mom, you know, following my dad and so starting a family. So that's where I was born. I love that. And it, it shows that when you came back here, uh, there's a reason why you came back here because yeah. this veil is so captivating. So, yeah. 
Kathy? Oh, I would say um, because of all the time I spend, I, I write local history books and working in the archives and stuff, I often can pass along the gossip of the 1880s and 1890s in Eagle County better than I can tell you what's going on today. Oh, I love that. You know something? We might have to have coffee afterwards because even just talking about Kim's family, it just um, sparks up a, a, a type of um, um, uh, history that I, I just love. And uh, so, well, thank you for sharing that with us. And for our viewers, She's an author of multiple history books. Are they all here in the Valley? Yes, at okay. the Bookworm, at the um, uh, Eagle Pharmacy, and so forth, or online through EagleCountyHistoricalSociety.com. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, well, speaking of history and speaking of books, um, let's talk a little bit about Avon. Um, so... Let's talk about the history. Where did it start? And, and actually, I'm going to ask the both of you to kind of just tell the story. So, Kathy, how about if you just start it, and then when we get to the family piece of this, it would be great for Kim to share her side of this. Okay, Avon got its start as a ranching community, and in the, in the 1880s, most of the people who were initially drawn to this county came for the mining. They were mining silver up on Battle Mountain. But that's a very boom and bust kind of economy. It's got its ups and downs, and and it's difficult work in the mines. So after people get tired of that un, unstable situation, they start looking elsewhere for opportunities, and they venture down the valley, see these bottom lands and their potential for agriculture, and the Homestead Act enabled them to acquire land for for free if they would stay on it for five years, make improvements, which could be uh, removing the rocks and plowing the field or building a cabin, or building a fence, then they could own it. So it was, it was an opportunity. They came here for the opportunity. Definitely mining is always a big factor in Eagle County, but after about 1900, agriculture was the bigger economic driver for the county. And what were they mining for back then? Um, silver was the big one. They were certainly looking for gold. Then over the years, um, it, other metals, other metals on Battle Mountain became important. Um, zinc, molybdenum, uh, they're, they're elements that strengthen steel. The, those mines thrived during the World Wars. They, hmm. There was need for what they offered. And, and the, you mentioned the Homestead Act. What year was that? I believe 1862. Okay. Because then that's a, a great segue into the Nottingham family um, because they were key in, in utilizing the Homestead Act. So right, Kim, so my, my great-grandfather, William Nottingham, um, was not the first homesteader in Avon, but he bought the first homestead from the Herwick family. And I um, learned that it was about, he paid $800 for the rights to 160 acres and the improvements that had been made, including the cabin and the animals and all of that um, to the 160 acres. So that, and he was, that was about 1882 that he bought that, um, the rights to that homestead. And so tell us a little bit about how your family enacted the homestead um, act for their family at the time, because Kathy, as you said, it's about enhancing the home, um, the homestead. So Kim, continue on with the, the so, chronological piece of this. So um, William had come out from Iowa by himself t for the mining, and he was a teamster and entrepreneur. He was hauling logs and whatnot. So he finally brought his family out from Iowa with three children, um, his wife Angeline, and then three of their children. And 
they kind of lived between Bell's Camp, which was the mining camp below Red Cliff, but and above the ghost town now of Gilman. So that was the area where three more of the children were born. And um, once they had their land in Avon, they kind of lived between both places. And it seems like in the summers they were down in Avon, but then in Bell's Camp they were up there in the winter um, because of the schooling for the children. Because Avon had no no infrastructure as a as a town or a, really a community. And as I recall, you mentioned the Red Cliff area. Um, it, it, for those of us that have driven over the bridge in Red Cliff, um, share with our viewers a little bit about the vision that your family had, at least at that time, as it relates to the infrastructure and, and the bridge. So my grandfather, Harry Nottingham, um, who's the name on the, the park, Harry Nottingham Park, was a county commissioner here in Eagle County for like 32 years. He was on the school board for 28 and he was a visionary with making an easier access from Leadville, you know, on, on Highway 24. So they got the, they worked with the federal government and the state to get a bridge built at Red Cliff. So he was instrumental on that. He was also instrumental on Vail Pass um, in getting that to come over um, from Summit County to Eagle County. And he was the one that suggested naming it after the, the state um, highway commissioner, Charlie Vail. Oh, interesting. I did not. Wow, that's that's fascinating. Um, now, Kathy, you had mentioned that, you know, Avon and, and I'm assuming parts of Eagle County were part of the Westwood expansion. When you and I were preparing for this, you had mentioned that. Help us understand that a little bit, but then also Avon in context to the other towns in Eagle County. Um, at, at the time when, when the West was being settled, Manifest Destiny was a sort of philosophical concept that, and, and people believed that it, it was our destiny. It was, it was people's destiny, these, these immigrants from Europe and stuff, to come and take over the Westlands, which were occupied by indigenous yes, people, yeah. by the Utes around here. But they believed it, it was their destiny. It was their right to do that. So that's in part what brought these pioneers here. They're also adventurous. They're all looking for opportunity, and it's no small amount of work to clear the sagebrush off of 160 acres yeah. of land, you know, build <laughs> My a cabin. My back hurts just thinking about right. that. My yeah. hands feel torn up just thinking <laughs> about that. And I'm, when, I, when I research the pioneers, I'm often struck by how they did everything. They worked in the mines. William was a teamster. That's a tremendous skill. You have to drive heavy wagons with a team of about six big workhorses and down Battle Mountain, you know, good grief. It, it good wouldn't grief, be, right. be challenging. They weren't afraid to try anything. I, I think they're amazing examples of, of what they can do for a community. And they were interested in making this into a better place, too. A lot of them made money and spent it to make the community better. You know, they flipped real estate a lot. Like when yeah. he bought... Yep. The Avon um, acreage from Herwick, they, they did that a lot because they were going on to the next place, yeah. the next best place. Well, speaking of the next best place, um, ladies, sit tight. And our viewers, you must stay tuned because we've got a lot more to teach you and educate you on the town of Avon. So stay with us. TV8 se complace en compartir que nos estamos preparando para lanzar nueva programación en español. Pero antes de hacerlo, queremos saber de ti, nuestra increíble comunidad, sobre lo que tú quieres ver. Por eso, te invitamos a un evento especial en nuestro estudio el 12 de julio a las 6 de la tarde. 
Ven a compartir tus ideas, opiniones y visiones sobre el futuro de nuestra programación en español. Ya sean eventos locales, programas educativos o entretenimiento, queremos que tú formes parte de este proceso y ayudes a dar forma a nuestra programación. No te pierdas esta maravillosa oportunidad de ser parte de televisión que te refleja y te representa. Para más información y para confirmar tu asistencia, visita tv8bell.com. TV8 is excited to share that we're preparing to launch new programming in Spanish. But before we do, we want to hear from you, our incredible community, about what you want to see. That's why we invite you to a special event at our studio on July 12th at 6 p.m. Come share your ideas, opinions, and visions regarding the future of our Spanish programming. Whether it's local events, educational programs, or entertainment, we want you to be a part of this process and help shape our Spanish programming. Don't miss out on this wonderful opportunity to be a part of television that reflects and represents you. For full details and to RSVP, visit tv8bell.com. Hi there. On today's episode of Good Day Vale, we are thrilled to talk about the Vale Yeti. We will have Bill Foster, who's a veteran of the team and the captain, as well as the new owner, Kyle Forte. And we will talk about all things hockey and how you can have fun in this very affordable community activity. So join us today on Good Day Vale. And I'm Cece Zach. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. This is the History of Avon episode, and we are in the second segment. And I am so excited to hear about history of the families here. Um, Kathy, you had mentioned that you could tell a lot of stories uh, about the history and people and, and what have you. And Kim, um, your family's been here forever. Is there a, an interesting or intriguing story that um, the public probably knows about, but our viewers probably don't, about your family that just creates more intrigue for this town. Well, like I said, my great-grandfather, William um, Nottingham, was one of the original homesteaders, and he eventually went into business with partners Peter Pooter and Ernest Hurd, and they formed Nottingham and Company and ultimately had 640 acres here in Avon that they were running as a ranching business. And Only 640 acres. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, as things happen, um, you know, Drama happens, and business maybe wasn't going as well as they thought, and so there was some disagreements. And ultimately, there was um, a shooting 
And oh. Ernest Hurd killed William Nottingham in self-defense in a barn in Redcliffe. Oh. So, um, and at that point, Peter Pooter had already had already died. So it was just then down to Ernest Hurd and Angeline Nottingham running the the business, and ultimately they married three years later. Okay. And so that's kind of the the story behind the story. And now, now I guess it makes sense for me because there's a herd lane in Avon, isn't there? So my dad named that road after his grandmother. After his grandmother, okay. Yep, which was you know Angie. Yep. Nottingham herd. Wow, that is um, that is definitely a, a made-for-TV movie type of story. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that with <laughs> us. It gives us a, a different perspective. And so if we shift gears a little bit and we go from the family dynamics back to the um, the, the survival pioneering um, uh, techniques and, and and survival here in Avon, um, you would mention agricultural. So is I think this this town kind of started with lettuce. This town, yes, Avon is agricultural, and the Nottinghams were certainly one of the first to get established in, in agriculture there. Key crops were lettuce, particularly head lettuce. Okay. The warm summer days and crisp, cold summer nights make beautiful, tight heads of lettuce, and uh, they coined some names for it, iceberg lettuce, um, ever-crisp lettuce is their marketing tool. Potatoes were also a big crop. Harry Nottingham, um, who was who's William's son, mm-hmm. um, was a particularly prominent uh, potato farmer. And um, you know, the, again, the, the soils here were rich enough to to do that. Uh, the ranchers around here were raising either cattle or sheep. Cattle were the initial okay. uh, livestock brought in, and the sheep came in later. But this is you know was an agricultural valley, and uh, agricultural drove this right up till the the ski resort started developing. The strategy, if you're um, a homesteader, is you get partners or relatives to homestead adjacent parcels so you can expand your holdings enough to run cattle or to grow um, a profitable crop. Okay. Um, And did homesteading only occur in Avon, or was it in other, it was in all the other towns as well? Oh, all throughout the West, yes. All throughout the West, okay, so you're just saying, all right, moving on. we also, you've been so gracious in, in supplying in, um, photos for us. And so um, if we could pull up uh, some photos from Avon, I think we're, we have one for you to look at. And Kim, maybe you could comment about how people got to school, because this is uh, yeah. the Avon School. That's the Avon Schoolhouse. So even though we're in the ski industry now, the, the skis were used for transportation for the kids to get across the snow. To get to, to get the school, whether they're coming out of Beaver Creek or you know parts of Avon, coming or probably even coming up from Edwards wow. for, for school. And the next photo we have um, actually showed how they were transporting. I believe uh, this is the, um, the the lettuce transporter or the the agricultural transport um, uh, at the Avon train depot. The little hand cart, the little yep. railroad hand cart. Probably that's a section crew who who moves that vehicle along and checks for for uh, cracks in the, in, the, in the rails or something like that. But they're at the Avon train depot, which was key to shipping those lettuce crops, key to the agricultural success of the community. 
and it was located about where Burger King is. Oh, in, Burger in, King. Yeah. All right, well, speaking of locations and, and being able to recognize this next one, um, for you viewers, even I recognize this one, not being here that long. I, I totally recognize that mountaintop. So which one of you would like to share what this is? So that was the Avon Amusement Center where the community would come and, you know, have socials, have dances, have um, parties. And the Gypsum Cliffs right above is at the entrance to Beaver Creek now. So it's about where the current bridge is going toward Beaver Creek. And as we talked about earlier, Mirabelle, the restaurant, is, is right around that corner there. Mm -hmm. That's an original building that is was part of your family? Well, it was part of, I mean, originally it was built by the Townsends, who were one of the homesteaders up in the Beaver Creek area. Okay. And then eventually Willis Nottingham and his family bought it when they started ranching. And Willis was a grandson of, of William Nottingham. Okay. And so then he was the one that, that was home that was ranching um, Beaver Creek, and then ultimately sold his property to Vale Associates to become a ski resort. Wonderful! Oh, that's so that's so cool. Um, now, Kathy, we haven't had a chance to briefly talk about the Eagle County Historical Society. Please tell our viewers about the mission of your wonderful establishment. The mission of the Historical Society is to share Eagle County's really rich local history with visitors and locals. We operate a museum seasonally in Eagle. It's in an unheated barn, but it's open during warm weather months. We, have, we work closely with the library district to maintain archives at the Eagle Library. We bring programs into schools. Uh, very popular events are cemetery tours where we have actors research people in the graves and then portray them. And we've portrayed oh, wow. the Nottingham several times in, in um, Redcliffe. They're buried in Redcliffe. It's, um, it, it's a lot of history. What we find if people know a little bit about their local history, it gives them a little bit of ownership in the community. They appreciate That's... learning about it and they feel like they're part of it. And, and I love that you brought that up because um, Kim, I'm sure your family had a vision for Avon, you know, when, when they established it and being part of the community. Please tell our viewers how involved your family was in the community, even after, you know, helping incorporate the town. Yeah, so my uncles, um, Alan and Arnold, were the last ranchers, and their, I mean, their ranch was in the, where the Avon town core is, and they sold their ranches in the early 70s um, to developers that started developing the Avon town core. Their cousin Bill still had his, his ranch a little further east. And they knew that ranching, that lifestyle at this part of the valley was kind of coming to an end. And it was, it was time to, to start developing a little bit. And so they were, I think um, my Uncle Alan was the first mayor of Avon oh, wow. after it became incorporated in 1978. So I think we've been talking about the 100 years before we became an official town in 1978. A lot of people think that Avon is it just since 1978. That's, so that's I'm true. glad that we're talking about yeah. what happened the first hundred years. Absolutely. And, and you know, as, as much as people back then probably don't know that they're creating a vision, they really are. There's an ambition inside of them and there's mm -hmm. a, a, uh, a direction and a pathway in which they lead or, or guide their family and the community and the community around them mm -hmm. that really is ambitious. And that's why here we are, you know, a hundred years later. And, so. and I think you still see it as wild as those first pioneer Nottinghams were. And their story is wild. Yeah. There, there's murder interlaced with the family, and sometimes they're on the dying end of it, and sometimes they're the murderers. But um, 
they also contributed to the community and particularly the next generations. Harry Nottingham, with as many years as a county commissioner, um, you still have Nottinghams on the town council in Avon today. They're trying to make where they live a better place. Um, and, and Kim, with that being said, there are so many different places here in Avon that are named after the family. Can you just tell our viewers? I mean, the one that comes to my mind is obviously Nottingham Park, uh, right up the top yeah, of the head. Yeah, so Nottingham is it's Harry A. Nottingham Park, named after my grandfather, because he was a core in creating the community, not just in Avon, but the, the county of Eagle. Um, he was a county commissioner. He was on the school board. Plus, he was a successful, you know, rancher, depending on the season. But he, he worked very hard. I think he got up at 4 a.m. Then there's Nottingham Lake. So that was named after, in general, the whole Nottingham family. Nottingham Road. I mean, it's all, all there. And then Nottingham Ranch Road is more where, where Bill Nottingham and his family um, had their sand and gravel and their business that way. Hard-working hard people. Yeah. Very hard-working people. And um, I, I, is there any, uh, in just in, in 10 seconds, is there any historical books that anyone could refer to? I, I had read doing my due diligence, so there's a Nottingham family history. Well, that's kind of a, a chronological thing that my dad um, accumulated facts and, and dates out of um, all of his research. So it's not really a published book. It's more of like an internal family document. Kathy has it for the Historical Society. but It's in the libraries. It's in, in the library. libraries. Okay. Um, but there's not really a specific book about Avon, but I think that there are some books at the Bookworm in, um, by Laura, remind me Laura's last Laura one. Thompson, who okay. wrote A History of Beaver Creek, which is certainly inseparable from Avon. So. Yeah. yeah, and uh, then I think, oh sorry, I was going to say that the town of Avon now has put historic markers around town um, with a different, like explaining why it's Nottingham, named after Harry Nottingham, the park. And then there's about the water wheel, the power plant that Emmett and his wife have. So there's historic markers that people can Love see that. around town. Love that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, because, uh, viewers, I'm going to ask all of you to do a little trail of why uh, our parks and our lakes are named after certain people and, and who they're named after. And with that, I cannot thank the two of you. Um, I, I thank you so much for joining me. I mean, I learned a, a tremendous amount in... Um, your, both of your commitment to community is just extraordinary, and that's what I hope our viewers get out of this, is that little bit of history um, and learning about things. If you haven't seen Good Day Vale lately, here's what you've been missing.
I'm Cece Zach, and I'm the host of Good Day Vail. And you can find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 or on our website at tvavail.com and on YouTube. We're here to serve the Vail Valley, and we look forward to sharing our story with all of you. This show spotlights the latest innovations to create a greener planet. Join us next time as we explore new green ideas and present interesting green stories and show you how some people are becoming real green. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Eyepieces of Vail has been a fixture in the Vail community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. All right, let's take a look at your weather report here one more time before we wrap things up for our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale. 60% chance of maybe some moisture, some rain once again coming our way. We'll see a high of about 60 degrees in Vale midday, and then uh, we'll see temperatures making their way into the 50s, probably around noontime or so, somewhere in that vicinity. Uh, as we look at your Vale by the Hour forecast, you'll see 40s to start. We just passed that 8 o'clock a.m., uh, temperature gauge. Now we're getting into the 50s, 57 around noon with maybe some isolated storms. Scattered thunderstorms later on the afternoon, 55 for that temperature around 4 p.m. And then that should settle out as we make our way into the evening hours. Today in Denver, we'll see 66 for their high temperature with a 50% chance of some moisture coming your way. For Vail, 60 degrees with a 60% chance. 63 for Avon, and then 66 with a 50% chance of moisture to the west towards Eagle and Gypsum. Tonight, our temperatures are going to be about 43 degrees, uh, evening lows with a 50% chance of rain. That means showers early and then partly cloudy. Our sun setting at 835. Our winds will be out of the south at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And then jumping ahead, that five-day forecast, uh, looking okay. Pretty similar to what we've been seeing, honestly, really for the past maybe month, maybe five weeks. Uh, a 40% chance of some cloud cover for Wednesday and a little bit of moisture maybe with a high of 67 for Vail, partly cloudy skies. For Thursday, a 60% chance of moisture. Um, afternoon thunderstorms, 65 for high in Vail, 64 for high in Vail on Friday with a 50% chance of afternoon thunderstorms. And then for Saturday, things shaping up a little bit nicer, 66 for a high, partly cloudy, 30% chance. We'll see sunshine a fair amount for Saturday and even more sunshine for Sunday, about a 20% chance of maybe a stray, lingering, passing shower or thunderstorm with a high of 69 degrees. So it uh, looks like it's going to be a, another nice week, making into an even better weekend. Pack a light rain jacket, 
pack it every day if you're going to head out because even if we're seeing a 20% chance of possible moisture, I mean, it could touch down. If you're going for a hike, have a little rain jacket or one of those little micro umbrellas in your, in your fanny pack or your backpack along with some water and some snacks just to be safe and be aware, but don't let it deter you from anything. So that's going to be a wrap for our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale. We'll be looking for you tomorrow right here on channel 92 because there's always more for you on 92. You can also watch us on YouTube. You can stream us. You can check us out that way also. But we'll be coming to you again on Wednesday, the 14th day of June from 7 to 9. Have a great weekend. Or sorry, yeah, have a great weekend, even though we're not there yet. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow for Good Morning Vale at 7.